So how do you create your dream business that creates generational wealth for you and your family and fulfills your true calling and purpose in life and do what you truly love and make the world a better place without feeling burnt out or sacrificing that special time with your family and friends? That is the question and this podcast will give you the answers. Hi, I'm Elena Dacus and I'm a founder and CEO of BossyHills.com. And every week I will bring you insights to answer that question. Hey, in this episode, I'm speaking to Stu McLaren. Stu McLaren is amazing. Um, he's actually world's best membership experts. And that's exactly what we're talking about. We're talking about memberships, what you need to create successful membership, how big is your audience need to be, how to make it successful and what mistakes to avoid. So make sure you tune in and don't miss it. And if you don't know who Stu McLaren is, Stu McLaren is amazing. He coaches and consults New York Times bestselling authors top-rated speakers, experts, niche celebrities on how to launch, grow, and scale a high-performing recurring revenue streams. He is a former founder of the world's number one membership platform for WordPress wishlist. He had the chance to serve and support over 60,000 thousand plus online communities and membership sites. I'm sure you have seen Stu working with Amy Porterfield and Russell Brunson and on stage of Funnel Hacking Live. So hope you enjoyed this episode. This was recorded for Scale Secret Summits and it was an incredible conversation. Great. Well, welcome Stu. So happy to have you at the summit. Well, thank um, you I know so much. Yeah, I know we have limited time. And um, I think today we're going to talk all about membership. And obviously, who who's better to talk about membership than yourself? And I think for the audience, a lot of people understand that memberships are attractive. They understand the concept of recurring uh, payments, recurring uh, membership payments, and what a beauty that provides to the stability of the business that you can forecast your growth, you can even employ people. So there's a lot of attractions. I think a lot of our audience really get that. But then the big question, well, how do I make this work? And what's the minimal amount of follows the audience I need to have to even start? So maybe we dive, we start there to think about someone who, who gets the idea why it's good, but where do they start? Well, I think like uh, knowing a lot of your audiences are coaches, you know, one of the things that I would say is that I would start with your existing clients. You know, chances are when you're thinking about a membership uh, and you're specifically thinking about a market that you are going to serve. The same is true like with you and the clients that you're already serving. And what I would start to do is I'd start to look for what are the commonalities? What are the common problems? What are the common challenges that people are experiencing? Because that right there is a clear-cut sign for a great membership. Because memberships are really built around a couple key components. One uh, is an ongoing problem. So if somebody's experiencing an ongoing problem, it would be like, you know, a dog misbehaving constantly or a, a poor relationship where the partners just aren't connecting and they're constantly fighting. Um, these are examples of ongoing problems and you don't solve those kinds of problems overnight, right? Like a dog is not gonna go from a puppy that's wildly out of control to the perfect puppy like that. It's gonna take time. So that makes a perfect instance for a membership. Another good uh, indicator is if somebody is looking to master a skill. 
Again, you don't go from not knowing how to paint to becoming the next Picasso like that. There's a journey to learning how to paint. And that journey is what makes a great membership. So if you think about the clients that you're looking to help and serve, like, are they on some kind of a journey? Are they looking to master a skill? It might be getting better at, at, at growing their business. It might be getting better at becoming a leader. It might be getting better in a relationship. There are all kinds of different ways in which we as humans are looking to master certain skills because we're wanting to improve. And then the third uh, type of membership that is really uh, a great uh, model Model as well as when you are creating convenience for people. You know, during the pandemic, it was uh, amazing to watch the innovation around this area where companies that normally relied on people coming into a physical store had to get creative and innovative. And they started to think of ways in which they could uh, still deliver the same product or service, but in a more convenient way. And this is where we saw a big boom in box subscriptions, you know, where people are uh, packaging different products or services like it might be, uh, you know, dog treats of the month, or it might be like t-shirts of the month, or it might be makeup as an example. Like these are all different examples. You know, my wife and I, we subscribe to a um, uh, 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 organic fruits and veggies uh, box. So instead of going to the local farmer's market to get these organic fruits and veggies, we get them delivered to our door every single week. This is an example of a, you know, a convenience type membership. So there's three different clear cut indicators. If people that you're looking to serve are experiencing an ongoing problem, that is a clear cut indicator uh, that you've got a good uh, place to begin for a membership. If people are looking to uh, master a certain skill, that is another strong indicator uh, for a membership. And third would be if people are looking to create more convenience in their life or you can create that for them, that's another great indicator. So if you check any of those boxes, if you say yes to any of those, then that's a sign to move forward. Yeah, and I guess what's particularly relevant for audience is a problem. And what would you say the difference if someone's thinking, well, I can either create a course or what do I create a membership? What's the difference well, there? Well, I mean, difference is a delivery, but from a co like from a, you know, is it is the outcome the same? Am I still solving one problem, one niche? Well, the the clear cut difference is this: in most scenarios, 99.99% of the time, when somebody hears something or learns something for the first time, have they really mastered? that uh the thing that they're learning have they really resolved the problem the first time that they hear it chances are no and so this is what makes a membership such a great model for serving people because the reality of it is is that when a, when we're experiencing a course courses are amazing because courses allow us to go deep in a very short period of time where we're learning a whole lot of information in a very quick period however uh, applying that information implementing that information, mastering the uh, implementation of that, that takes time. That's where a membership really comes into play. It allows us to continue to serve our audience and help them on this journey of implementing what it is that they've learned. So the big distinction between a course and a membership is a course, people learn what to do and how to do it in a very short period of time. A membership supports people in implementing that and mastering that material.
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, knowledge is one thing, but it's execution implementation where it's at. And what would you say kind of the key growth strategies? Because obviously with membership, like with any membership, you're going to have two things happening. People are going to be canceling and the churn rate. But then obviously to kind of um, compensate for that, you have to grow the membership. So maybe a couple of strategies that you've seen work really well in an expert type of industry for growing the membership. Well, I think first and foremost, it starts with a foundational element of really knowing who your audience is and what problem that they are experiencing or what, you know, um, or how you're looking to help them. You know, so often I see membership sites, you know, and I've got a lot of experience here. I've been helping legit like tens of thousands of membership site owners uh, over more than a decade plus. And one of the big fundamental mistakes is that people aren't clear on specifically who they're serving and specifically how they're helping. They're trying to help everybody do all the things. And what ends up happening is it becomes very difficult to attract anybody uh, for the membership. So what we see are memberships that are very uh, focused and specific around a particular topic have far easier growth uh, patterns because what happens is that people instantly know that it's right for them. I'll give you a simple example. So the other day I was uh, scrolling through Facebook and I saw an ad that was specific for uh, a yoga uh, membership. Now, normally a yoga membership wouldn't necessarily attract my attention. However, in this scenario, it wasn't just a yoga membership. It was specifically focused on a particular problem and that is the stiffness in the hips. Now, I'm a, I've been an athlete all my life. So uh, I know that one of the, my biggest problems is stiffness in my hips. And it's affecting not only my mobility, but I'm starting to get injured a lot more. And so it immediately grabbed my attention because it was focused on a very specific problem. If it were just all general yoga, they would have lost me. But because it was focused on a specific problem, they instantly pulled me in. So first and foremost, you got to get clear on who is it that you're serving and what specific problems are you looking to solve? Second thing that I would say around that when it comes to you know growing the membership is that as with anything, you need to continuously grow your audience. And the good news is you don't need a huge audience of tens of thousands or thousands to launch a membership. You can get started with literally just a couple hundred people. And most uh, uh, you know, are going to have an audience of just a couple hundred people. And we have all kinds of clients and customers and uh, people in our community who have launched with teeny tiny audiences. Like I think of Wendy Batten. You know, She launched a membership site for paint store retailers. By the way, I want you to notice how specific that is. These are people who have retail shops that are selling paint like very specific, but she had a teeny tiny audience of about 354 people when she launched her membership. Well, she ended up welcoming 52 founding members and that was generating over $2,800 a month in recurring revenue just from that founding member launch. And so she's since grown that to hundreds of members, but it started with that teeny tiny audience of 354. Now I share this with you because we all need to continue growing our audience. Because if we take the case of Wendy Batten, let's just assume that she didn't continue growing her audience and it was the same 354 people. Well, the next time that she goes to market to those people, if we take 354 minus 52, she's left with 302 left of potential people that would be ideal for her membership. Now, even if she maintained the same conversion rates, 
her launches effectively are going to get uh, um, you know less and less uh, successful, meaning she's welcoming less and less people because she just doesn't have the audience to market to. So we always want to be growing our audience. And this isn't something that we ever stop doing. It doesn't matter if you're in the beginning stages, uh, you need to begin growing your audience. Or if you're in the later stages, you still want to continue growing our audience. I know you do. I know I do. We all do. So it's a really important thread to that should be interwoven into the daily practice of growing a membership. The other thing that I would say is uh, another really important part is getting clear on your marketing plan. You know, uh, one of the big mistakes I see a lot of people make is they're, they're almost trying too many things and they're not focused on the few things that are really working. So one of the things that we work with a lot of our clients is getting that first launch nailed down and then really doubling down on that and using that as a baseline to continue moving forward. So, you know, instead of like trying a whole bunch of different things, find the few things that work and keep working them. And, you know, so I, I give a perfect example of this, you know, Sarah Williams, who's in our market, uh, just over a year ago. So um, she launched a brand new membership. She welcomed 19 founding members. Well, uh, long story short, within that year, she had grown that from 19 to 1,700 members. She had gone from a brand new membership to a million dollar plus membership in less than a year. Now, one of the things that she did that worked really well was she had a promotion that she designed that was all around what she called a coaching week, which might be perfect for your audience. And she sold it for a low dollar amount, which was about $10 for the whole week. And she had a series of things that she was coaching her audience through during that week. But it was an amazing opportunity for her to also demonstrate the value of what it is that she delivers inside the membership because it mirrors the experience that they had during this $10 coaching week. Well, this worked and it worked like crazy. And so instead of trying to do a whole bunch of other things, she refined that process. She's now done it four times and it gets better and better and better each time that she does it. My point is that she's very clear on her marketing strategy and plan. And instead of getting distracted by all the million and one things that she could do, she's doubled down and stayed focused on the few things that she knows works. And then the last tip that I would say in terms of really growing a successful membership is yes, we 100% want to be focused on attracting and converting people interested into becoming paying members. But equally as important for the long-term health of a membership is focusing on retention, keeping those members happy. And again, there's a whole bunch of things that you can do to improve retention. And from my experience in this, it's never really one thing that's going to make the home run difference. It's a combination of a variety of little things that add up that begin making a big difference. But if you can't keep people happy, they're going to leave. And if they leave, then you're working just as hard to get new members in. And then it's like you got a, a bucket with a holes in it. You're losing people just as quickly as you're getting them in. And it makes it very difficult to grow that membership. But the flip is also very true. If you have high retention, what happens is you're going to start, excuse me, you're going to start seeing growth in a stair step kind of way uh, where year over year, your membership is growing because as you add them, you're keeping people happy and you continue to stair step up. So, you know, uh, number one, get clear on who you serve and how you help. 
Uh, number two, you know, identify a great marketing strategy that works for you and double down on it. And then number three, make sure that you have things in place to continue to keep people happy uh, and focus on your retention because that will make a huge difference in terms of the long-term growth of that membership. Perfect. This is so perfect. Thank you so much, Stu. That was amazing. You know, this is, I think, so powerful. Focus, focus, niche down, one problem. And it doesn't matter whether it's a course or membership. Membership is so helpful with execution, implementation, because we know knowledge is nothing without execution actually making it happen. So super powerful. Thank you so much for your time. I think our audience is going to absolutely adore it. And we'll leave links below where they can find you. And uh, if they want to dive deeper into your world and uh, yeah, become a real super fan. So thank you so much for your time, Stu. Well, thanks so much for having me. Cheers.